When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, this week on Cover to Cover, Katy Perry stole a song. Millennials don't have enough money to date, and Mario Lopez should just stay quiet. It's time for another episode of Cover to Cover. Cover to Cover with Chris Ventura. You know what that is, everybody? You know what you're hearing you know right now? Maybe you're thinking you're hearing Katy Perry. You're like, is that Katy Perry's Dark Horse? No, it's not. That is a Christian rapper called Flame. Flame, Alex? Flame. That's his name? Flame? Flame uh, sued Katy Perry, saying that uh, you stole my song or jacked the beat or whatever. I don't even know if the entire song. You just get the your beat or your melody or something, and he won. He won the case. He won... Uh, that uh, Katy Perry stole a riff from him or something. And uh, that is Flame's song, Christian Rap. What is the name of that song? That song is called Joyful Noise Joyful by, Noise by Flame, Flame Lecrae and John Riley. Oh, Flame Lecrae and John Riley. Okay, and, uh, and, and Katy Perry apparently jacked some of that for her uh, Dark Horse, which I, I... What is Katy Perry's Dark Horse? Oh, I like the song. So that part that he supposedly stole will drop in about four seconds or so. The, it's that, that okay, back... Okay, let's hear it. Right here. I don't know. They it sounds. This sounds like every. They all. They both sound like every song I've ever heard in the last three years. Is this any different than any other song? I mean, I th- Dark Horse is. This is kind of a good song. I think the it's the. Dee, 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 Can you imagine some like, poor judge who's got, you know worked his whole life to get on the courts, you know, and very brilliant man has to sit and listen to these two songs and decipher? Is it a jury trial or is it because ju- it, it, it was going on in downtown LA this trial, and she was showing up. Katy Perry was showing up in like some you know real fancy outfits, not like Katy, not like a cupcake or whipped cream like she does sometimes. She, <laughs> she was like in, a piece of she, meat. No, she was like in real outfits, but they were very colorful and interesting. And you know she's Katy Perry, so oh okay. This yeah, I remember this song. This was a good one. I think it's literally just where it drops that. So now what is it? What do you win? You win monetary. Like apparently I heard this morning that Katy Perry had from that song, Dark Horse, she had she made 40 million dollars. I don't know how that could possibly be the case, maybe from the whole album or because you go on tour. I don't know how one song can garner you. I mean, what? what, how do you make money off a song just by selling it? Because nobody buys I mean, downloads. Uh, she probably has like a video out. There's probably yeah. down, like she probably has crazy millions amounts of downloads. So right? now this Christian rappers is, is going to get a chunk of that. He gets a piece of it. I, flame. I believe that she also stole. Uh, I don't a song from Sarah Berry Alice. Uh, 
years ago, Sarah Barry Ellis had a song called um, Pride or something it was called. And, 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 and Katy Perry had a song called Roar. And these two songs came out around the exact same time and they sounded exactly alike. Uh, do you remember? It was called, they all, uh, some of the politicians, I think Hillary Clinton used one of them as her campaign song. It's called Pride. Pride. You see how well that worked out. Let's see. She used it as a campaign song. Anyway. Either way, yeah, yeah. And that, there you go. L- listen to those two songs back to back. They really sound alike. But is it? I mean, who knows? I mean, but does she even write her own music? I don't even. No. If you look at if you look at the writer of that song, I believe Dark Horse. And not, I'm not kidding. There's 18 people have written on on it. Like yeah. I don't know how that even <laughs> happens. It's a three minute song. How 16 people could work on a three minute song is beyond me. But um, they did. They worked that out. Dark Horse and Katy Perry. I guess you know she has one or two words she puts in and then gets all the credit. And it's fine. There you go. Well, anyway, that was a flame. That was a big story this week. Uh, that that trial went down. She, he won, Flame won, and, you know, Katy Perry goes on with her life. She goes on to still judge on American Idol and be one of the biggest stars in the world, kind of, you know? Yeah. Welcome back, everyone. Here we are. It's cover to cover. We're doing it again. It's a. It's August 1st. We've made it uh, into August, August 1st. Summer is flying by. I hope you're having a good one. I really haven't done a damn thing this summer, really. I've been filming... A bunch. Yesterday, I filmed uh, with my friend Lonnie Love. I haven't seen Lonnie in a long time. She was my old uh, Chelsea Lately co-star. And we shot some stuff uh, on the show called Punchline that I've been doing a bunch of. And it's on, you you know, depending on what market you live in, it's on. And uh, it's gotten real fun. I'm telling you, watch these four that we filmed yesterday, man. They were hilarious. I mean, a good time. And then, uh, you know, there's some stuff going... Now, here's something I wanted to discuss. And, Alex, you can uh, you can weigh in on this. If you, Alex is here, by the way. Alex What's is, uh, going on? August 1st. How do you feel about August 1st, Alex? How do you feel about li- just life moving along? Dude, life is moving along. Not bad. How do okay. you feel? You all good? Well, August 1st is my father's birthday. Hey, my father's birthday. It's also, weirdly enough, I, I don't know how I know this, but it's the, it, it's the anniversary of the first time I ever got laid. Ooh. August 1st. Your dad's birthday. Many, many, you know, I was probably... Probably, I was a little late, a bit of a late bloomer. Nineteen, I believe I was nineteen years old. And, <laughs> you came uh, home on Dad's birthday. Yeah, and uh, Chris, good news. Uh, well, yeah, maybe I can say her name. She doesn't mind. I don't think uh, her name is Christine Potter. She was a girlfriend of mine at the time, and uh, we were in the back of a station wagon. I think I told the story before. Back of a station wagon that I was handed down from my parents, and you know, nothing's too good for my gals. Climbed in the back <laughs> and uh, had a baseball bat because the roof of the of the of the station wagon had like kind of fallen down a little bit. So I had to have a baseball bat prop up the roof, not you know like the little the, the felt portion the of the felt roof portion, was coming yeah. down, uh, and that and that. So we had to work our way around the uh, and we played meatloaf, which I've talked about my love of meatloaf on here before, Paradise by the Dashboard Light, which was perfect because I, I mean that song almost was because we were on a lake like Ronkonkoma. And it was just like that song says. So it was August 1st. I don't remember the year, but it was many, 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 many years ago. And many ladies ago, too. Yeah. Uh, Yes. So that, uh, that is August 1st for me. Um, and it, it, it's just like it's just, you know, the end of summer, like we're moving through it. 
they're I was just in Target and they're moving out like the the barbecues and the, and the outdoor patio furniture is all fifty percent off, and they and they're moving in like the backpacks and the spiral uh. notebooks, which was always as a child so depressing when you were having a summer a great summer and you started to see the back to school commercials come on. Mm-hmm. I remember, it's even still depressing to me to see the backpacks coming into Target and I haven't been in school in thirty years, but it was a little depressing for me to have to look at that. And um, so there you have it, everybody. We're, you know, we're, 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 we're moving through it. I hope everyone's having a good summer. I need to really start doing something this summer. It's August 1st, and I got to get my shit together because I've really been out touring and filming. I'm a big star now. Back. I'm back. If you thought you people were going to fucking stop me, you think you could stop me just because I'm an old <laughs> fucking white guy that nobody gives a shit about anymore? You think a Parna, Nanchitlarna, that Indian comic is going to fucking stop me? You're wrong. I welcome back. Some a couple of networks said, hey, get that old fuck Frangiola back. And here I am, everybody, back. <laughs> oh, I was going to sing that song by Eminem, but I didn't remember. Guess who's back? Guess who's back, back? again? Guess, yeah, there you go. Thank you, Alex. Chris is back. So there's a, another story that I read this morning. It's kind of going around. Mario Lopez. I mean, there's a like a night to, of all the people in the world to just shut up. Just, just you've had you're having a perfect career right now. You know, you you, you managed to you were the one guy. Actually, kind of all those people from Saved by the Bell have gone on to do. You know, the one guy works a lot. John Paul Gosselet, or whatever his name is. Which one I, was he? He was, I don't really know. I was I was a little <laughs> beyond um, Saved by the Bell. Okay. Yeah, I auditioned for it. My first audition in Los Angeles when I moved here, I auditioned for the role of Screech, which went on to be, be given. And I got like called back like four times. They were like almost going to give me the Dude, part of Screech. It would have made your whole career, apparently. Well, no, it wouldn't have because the fucking guy who played Screech, Dustin Diamond, is I know, like, he's, uh, he's made, like a crackhead now. He's done porn. He's, he's made done, it. He, and he, you know what he does now? Fucking stand-up comedy in the same shithole <laughs> I play. So we all wind up in the same place in the end. So then we, I feel like his tickets sell because people are like, oh, we got to see how far he fell. <laughs> oh, my God. Dustin Diamond. But anyway, everybody else from that show has kind of gone on to kind of okay. And uh, and Mario Lopez probably doing the best. He does like extra and access Hollywood. <clears throat> and if you um, stay in as many hotels as I stay in, what you'll know Mario Lopez from is he does this thing when you turn on every TV in your hotel room. They have Mario Lopez talking about the movies that you could watch on the TV. He must have to do this every week to change the, the movie titles. Uh, so he probably does it in between that, you know, extra or access Hollywood when, when he's on. So anyway, he's having this great career, and I've met Mario Lopez a couple of times, and he's a super sweet guy. But I guess, you know, he does an interview yesterday or last week or something with somebody. And you want the quote? About about the trans? I have the quote, yeah. yeah. give me the exact quote. It said, uh, I mean, th- also, who are we? Where am I? I'm getting this from People. Uh, okay, people, people, people so, uh, we'll take people. Yeah, we'll That's take a people. reputable source. It says, uh, look, I'm never one to tell anyone how to parent their kids, obviously. And I think if you come from a place of love, you really can't go wrong. But at the same time, my God, if you're three years old and you're saying you're feeling a certain kind of way or you think you're a boy or a girl or whatever the case may be, I just think it's dangerous as a parent to make that determination. Uh, Okay, well, then you're going to be a boy or a girl. Okay, so this is him saying saying that at three years old, because apparently this was in... Oh, I'm sorry, and then it ends with, uh, it's sort of alarming, and my gosh, I just think about the repercussions later on, which I feel, sorry, I should have added that, that's important. No, it's fine, it's fine, but... 
Apparently, this is coming in response to Charlize Theron, oh. a dear friend. I've worked with her many times. I, I worked with her so much so that I was calling her Theron, and she corrected me one time. I said, Charlize Theron, she goes, it's Theron. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Anyway, uh, so apparently Charlize Theron is, is, uh, has a trans child. Okay. I didn't know this. Uh, an adopted child that of Charlize's is three or four, and she's raising it trans I don't whatever I mean I, I do believe that it does show up that early I disagree with Mario Lopez I believe if there is that you know whether whether they're a, a boy who wants to be a girl or a girl who wants to be a boy um, I do believe it shows up at three I can I've spotted it in kids in my neighborhood when I was young I could I, I could spot it in some kids so uh, I had a good eye for that sort of thing so um, yeah I, 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 I disagree with Mario Lopez uh, but Mario Lopez, I think, is a bit of a Christian guy. But then he also said something in that same interview. I don't know what he was thinking doing this interview. He said something about women rape. Women with rape should, should you know, maybe don't believe all of them or something, which is always... Here's well, the thing. that's a losing battle. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> both just, of those, honestly, yeah. are losing. Like, if anyone ever asks you these questions, and you're Mario Lopez, who has just such a cush career. Yeah, if you make your living... Kind of smiling being and telling people guy. it's okay. Yeah, then yeah. just being smile like, and tell yeah. it's okay. Being cutesy guy reporting on like Hollywood gossip. Like just shut up and just keep just doing. Ryan Seacrest, you know Ryan Seacrest. There's a perfect example. Ryan Seacrest, good-looking guy who just can you know goes through life doing what he does. He he never tries to do much more. You don't see Ryan Seacrest trying to be in movies or be an actor. He's like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to stand next to Kelly Ripa in the morning and spin a wheel and hope you know some girl in Omaha wins a trip. To you know, to Bermuda, which are we going to let this whole broad go to Bermuda and ruin everyone else's fun? Getting in and out of the pool, probably on that handicap device that people got to wheel them. Every pool now has got to have that big thing that you know lowers people in and out of the pool, fucking up the you know the, the view for all of us. Yeah. We're like, oh, it's a gorgeous view of the ocean, and ah, uh, some kid getting in. <laughs> <laughs> You anyway. know, I'm going to have to ask you to apologize. <coughs> I that know was... I might have to apologize. For that. The 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 other the, the beautiful thing about beautiful thing about having no career like I do is you can say things like that yeah. on a podcast because what are you going to do? Because it, it, it's fine. Yeah. It, it, what are you going to take away from me? Punchline. Go I ahead. I love that. <laughs> the, there was a Louis line. He was like, "What do you What are you going to take my birthday?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what right. You exactly. You know. Oh, how dare you bring up Louis? Oh, I'm I sorry, know. everybody. La- uh, j- ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry on behalf of Alex. He wrote up Louis C.K. I apologize, Louis C.K. But I think uh, I-, I don't know. I here's the. You know who did it perfectly? I don't know if you remember this story. I don't think we discussed it on the podcast. But a couple of months ago, Moby. Remember Moby? Moby, the DJ, mm-hmm. whatever he's considered. You know, had a big. You know, had a big career there for a minute. Moby, a huge hit songs and whatever. I don't really know what he did. He and then played. he had like a DJ thing, like yeah, ten he, years later. Yeah, didn't he, he was huge. Moby was huge. He, uh-huh. you know, he had some cool videos, and he was Moby. We all knew him. You know, yeah. even Eminem. You know, dissed him in a yeah. song. Dissed him. That's right. I said it like the kids from the streets. Uh, in a song, he said something. About, no Moby. Nobody listen to techno no more. Nobody he, cares. You thirty eight year old, thirty six year old yeah, fag. Yeah. Blow yeah. me. Exactly. Bald headed fag. Bald headed fag. That's what he says, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I remember, uh, like, right when that song came out, it was MTV Video Music Awards or something, and they was they sat them right next to each other. Oh, nice. Some, somebody at MTV had a sense like, of humor, and they were like, "Oh, sit them right next to each other." Put a camera in that area. And they and then they sent, uh, you know, that Eminem. He doesn't seem to have much of a sense of humor uh, about him. Marshall Mathers, or whatever. Not anymore, but back in the day, no, I feel but like they, he did. He went. They, 
they sent that triumph, the insult oh, dog that's into right. the audience, and he was just like not having, <laughs> not like, having it's it. It's a puppet. Relax. He's only goofing on you, you fucking yeah. jerk. Anyway, so uh, Moby comes out with a book a few months ago and it, about his life story, I guess. And like I said before about books, and I'll get to a book that's coming out um, in, in a few months that's going to be fantastic. I'll talk about it in a second. But now I said this before on the podcast, when, when you're a guy like Moby, who really nobody has much of an interest in, especially in a life story, the, in order to get the book published and you go to a publishing house, you have to come up with salacious stories for them to, 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 to sink their teeth into. Otherwise, they're going to be like, you know, I'm not interested in that because we don't want to hear about just, you know, your Christopher Walken music video you made. We need something more. So he says in it, I used to date Natalie Portman. You know, we all know Natalie Portman, yeah. cute little girl. <clears throat> so I guess somehow it gets out there. What? Moby dated Natalie Portman because there's a big discrepancy in age. Uh, you know, 15 years or something. But now it doesn't seem so weird because, you know, Natalie Portman is now 35 and Moby's, well, I don't know, 50. So it doesn't seem that weird now. But at the time, I think. Might have been a little, huh? I think, yeah. So what they were saying was Natalie Portman, wait, we, you dated Natalie Portman then? Cause she was 17 and you were 20, you know, 31. So then Natalie Pullman, I guess, catches wind of this, and she goes, "We never dated. I, I was nice to him once at a party, and because I felt we, and I felt he was creepy then, and he's creepy now." So now this thing blows up. It's all over it. And Moby's looking like an asshole. And he has to come out and apologize and say, like, I'm sorry. I, I didn't really date her. I just lied about it because I'm a lo- little short, bald-headed loser who presses buttons on a keyboard. Yeah, old, right. Bald-headed yeah, yeah, yeah. someone. Exactly. <laughs> Eminem said it best. So he's got to come Nobody out. Nobody listens to You know, to like every, you know, so sometimes guys bullshit about, you know, people they've uh, dated or, or something yeah. just to, you know, look cool. And I think that's what Moby did. Hoping that it would never kind of get back to Natalie Portman. But he waited till way after high school. To right, do it. right. He waited till he was fifty-three. So then this whole thing blows up. And what what Moby does to, to respectfully so, I, I agree with him on this. He says, you know what? I'm 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 going away. I quit everything. I'm gonna shut up for the rest of my life, and you'll never hear from me again. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for what I've done, but I'm done with everything. I'm sorry for lying about Natalie Portman. I'll never be heard from again. Goodbye. And he took everything off his Instagram and all that shit. And now he said, uh, this is what Mario Lopez should have done. Good Not, for him. He should have said, when somebody asks you a question about trans kids or or or, or, or rape victims, you don't, those are questions mm-hmm. you're like, I, I believe the women. I believe, and I trans kids, and I do, and I, and I'm being, I'm not the guy who I do believe. You're the not women. pandering. No, I, I'm not, yeah. and uh, and I do believe that that trans, you know, those 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 trans, um, I'm I'm, I'm saying the right word. They show up early in life, you know. So trans indicators. Trans indicators. I made oh, that up. Oh, I made oh, that really? up. <laughs> it sounded good. legit, though. Oh, huh? I, I, I wish that Mario Lopez had you next <laughs> to him when he said I, it. I should have done his PR. Trans indicators. So anyway, I don't you know, know what there ha- are certain trans indicators. So the the latest on it was I just read now that he has he has come out with an apology. Mm-hmm. He has apologized quickly because they were probably over at Extra or whatever one he's on mm-hmm. uh, Access Hollywood. They were like, Yo, what you been? Because they they have the the hosts of those shows have taken a beating with uh, Billy Bush was one of the access guys and he got fucking taken down by the grabbing by the pussy shit from Trump and then there was another one another one of those guys on one of those shows who got taken down for something too so 
That's an easy mm. gig, man. It's an easy yeah. gig to sit there. It's well, it turns out it's really hard to make everybody happy, right? I mean, that's <laughs> it's, and why bother yeah. anymore? It's just like, oh fuck. But it. isn't that what that gig is? It's played in every market in the morning, right? Right. Or, you know, and like any other thing is Mario. It's hard to do. What, what happens with Mario Lopez is what what doesn't happen with me, and why I can come on here and say whatever I want. And I know, and I'm not really trying to be an asshole and offend people, but I'm. Uh, come on, seriously, we can all have a little fun with these things. I mean, just relax. But the guy like Mario Lopez, he goes out, he's had a great career, and he's been going for quite some time now. So he goes and buys a house in Toluca Lake for $6 million or whatever he gets. I'm, I'm just, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm assuming that's where he does it. And he's got two Range Rovers, one for his wife and one for him there, you know, 90 grand a piece. So that's a lease payment of, eh, you know, 850 bucks a pop. So you're yeah, looking at that. Then you got the schools for the kids. Though You got to go to the top Adds schools. Up fast. Yeah. So now you're looking at a monthly nut of, I don't know, probably 50 grand. So Mario Lopez can't fuck, a, can't fuck this up, uh-huh. you know, because you can't, you got to be like, oh, because then it's all over. Every, you you do one little, Charlize's kid can't be trans, they, goodbye, everything's yeah. done. You, you're fucking Moby now. You know, you're it didn't leave you, your bills. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now you're Moby out in the woods jerking off to a Natalie Portman who you never even got to see <laughs> naked. So, I mean, look. And it ruined your career. So anyway, that's the thing with uh, Mario Lopez. I wish him well. I don't have, you know, Mario Lopez seems like a good guy. I don't want, I, he's one of those ones I don't want to go down. You know, when when you see like a Harvey Weinstein, you're like, yeah, good. all right. I think we're good without this, you know, yeah. bloated, fat-faced, fucking, you know, good. pockmarked guy getting massages. But Mario Lopez doesn't seem like that bad he's a dude. He's one just, of our attractive Latinx he is. members. And he's I'd just, like to see him do I well. believe he's just a Christian and, uh, you know, sometimes those Christians, they have, they say some fucked up things because well, they believe, you know, sh- different the, things. The world's changing fast and it's, you know, there, I've heard there's a comedian who has a great joke, like trying to rectify that. How do you do it? You know, right, things right. are changing. Yeah. And you have to just go with it. And yeah. you don't necessarily, here's the thing, you don't have to go with it. You could just move to a neighborhood. That's what people do. Yeah. They go to Salt Lake City where I just came from and they say, you know, we're going to live in, we won't, we're not bothering you, so don't bother us. Yeah. Like we, we're not going to accept this lifestyle mm-hmm. here in, in, in this little community that we've created for ourselves. So yeah. uh, let's not, but then you, then they can't come out and tell us how to live. That's if we all decide we're all going to f- be assholes in our own individual, uh, you know, uh, cul-de-sacs, then that, that's going to work for me. Yeah. But if you come out and then try and tell me you can't say this, like even even on this show Punchline that I film, like I understand this, this show, depending upon where you live, it could be on at 12 in the afternoon, it could be on at 6 o'clock at night. So it can be a bit of, it's got to be kind of family friend. And the dealing with the standards and practices, people on this network, you know, everything is aimed towards God. Like still, to the, we live in a fucking, it's 2019 and we're still... Like, you can't say, God damn it, on television because you have to bleep God. You can say, damn it. You can't talk about period. Like, not that I was talking, but like Lonnie Love had a joke about a period or something. And now people, they get offended mm-hmm. by that. I'm like, That's offensive. I mean, are you kidding me? These people, I don't give a fuck who you are. You're, like, just die already. That That generation... Of people who are still offended by fuck or shit or piss or pussy or, or cock or dick or, or fucking, uh, you know, what are some of the other words that, I don't know, uh-huh. God damn it. Like, all of them. Could you imagine being upset? Tr- trans and then, indicator. And then, trans indicator, Moby, all these words that are pissing people off. Mario, Lopez. 
God, Lopez is one that gets a lot of people riled oh, up. Oh, man, I get a lot of people <laughs> riled up. Just that last name alone. Just that last name. Get him out of here. Oh, anyway, so that's poor Mario Lopez. Good luck to him. I wish him the best. Uh, who knows how that'll all end up. I don't see it ending well because now it's starting to get a lot of press. And once it starts getting a lot of press, then these networks have to make a move. Well, they're he, like, uh, he messed up. He apologized. So he's already he's acknowledged, yeah, I did something wrong. So Yeah, but that's you, in, in his case, you, do, you have to apologize because it's one of those things where, you know, you're not a comedian who's out there like, I, I'm speaking my, yeah. you know, for... Truth to power. Yeah, yeah. right, 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 right. Let, you know, let this guy's got to be like, I, I need to fucking keep my home. Anyway, there's another story I've been reading. Uh, so anyway, last night we had the debates. I know the political shit, but so th- that's what's taking up a lot of the news cycle right now is the debates, the Democratic debates were on last night with uh, half of the people running for president. And it was, I think it was- Like 45 of them still? There, there really is. And so tonight <laughs> is more. Um, we're taping this on a night before Wednesday night, so you'll hear tomorrow. They'll both be over by that point. But- um, it's it's so whatever it, and they they're all screaming everybody's screaming like I'm a political guy and not I don't really talk about it on this show but I I like it I get it I, but I almost watch it as like a sport like it's it's a fucking joke to mm-hmm. me like my life is not affected and I know this people get hate when I say this but I'm telling you the truth it's not affected if you turn off Facebook locally yeah. my I should be more concerned with my local politicians yes, I should be concerned entirely. with the guy who picks up my fucking garbage cans at night mm-hmm. that's who that's what affects my day to day the fucking Roe versus Wade I've been hearing about Roe versus Wade being overturned for fucking 35 years now it hasn't been overturned I've been hearing about medic you know medic, how long have they been taking your guns nobody's taking you exactly. like for, relax everybody like unless I'm completely wrong and in the next few months Roe versus Wade gets overturned and I look like a fucking an idiot. Well, then I will. I will do like Moby, and I will say goodbye, everyone, and I will go out <laughs> to the woods apologize. and live my life out like the uh, Unabomber did. I remember when the Unabomber, you know, when he was going down the Unabomber. I had read about his lifestyle. Uh, he lived out in the woods and with nothing, like no mm-hmm. electronics, no nothing. He was he like was, anti-technology, and he was kind of like a genius. Yeah, and he he lived off. He, you know, vegetables that he that he had planted in his in our garden in the middle of nowhere wood, so, so and, nice. And he fertilized it with his own shit, dude. Like his his Unabomber shit, he fertilized the, the plants with it, kind of like the, in that Matt Damon movie where he went to space. He fertilized with his own shit, and and then uh, you know, ate it. so he's he's like a human recycling bin. His the shit's going in, it's coming compostable. out, going back in, coming like the shit I was just talking about, and it's coming in, coming out. And I, I read about that, and I'm like, that sounds amazing mm-hmm. to me. Just go to the fucking woods 20 and acres. shit on tomatoes yeah. for the rest of your days. Anyway, so uh, where was I? I forgot what I was saying. Uh, we were talking about Mario Lopez no, just but we shutting had, up and going moving, away. We're and, moving uh, on to something else. Oh, it wrote politics. Politics. Uh, yeah. So that, anyway, that was a debate. You watch it. I, I know most of us don't care, and and you know that's kind of why we're in the state we're in. And uh, you know, so you watch it, and then people are they're, they're they're screaming about stuff, and they'll be screaming again tonight, and they'll be screaming until twenty twenty. 
Yeah. When Donald Trump wins again, and I'm not saying I'm a Donald Trump fan, but I don't see anybody beating him. But let's just say if you're starting, if if it if you got to have two episodes of your debates, your people are spread pretty thin. <laughs> they are. I know. They got to they got to whittle this down, man. We know the ones. We know the ones who, you know, there's a few guys you're like, "Who's that?" Yeah. Even the even the moderators like Don Lemon's like, "I'm sorry, what is your name again?" What's your name, dude? He's like, "I I have a and they have the ridiculous forums." You know, like remember the one guy a few years back, the black guy had the white gloves on, and and he, he his, <laughs> and the rent, his his uh, campaign slogan was "The rent is too damn high," and that's all he kept saying over and over again: "The rent is too like, damn." high. How do you high. feel about uh, the refugee the crisis rent affecting is too Syria? Damn high. But you know what? He's right. Like that, nobody gives a shit about that <laughs> no. stuff. But if the rent is too high, that shit people, people care. care about. Yeah. Anyway, so you know what, millennials, millennials, who I like to talk about from time to time on this show, you know, I, 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 we don't eat mayonnaise. We've already discussed that and how angry I am about their, their lack of mayonnaise eating. But now they're saying they don't go, they don't date anymore. They don't have enough money. I read an article today in the New York Post. Millennials don't have enough money to go on dates, so dating's now no longer a thing. Maybe it's just a hookup. Who knows what it is? But this goes back to what I want to talk about on tonight's podcast in length, at length, which I believe I've, I started the research on this about a year ago. And after, after much research, I've decided to now deliver my, uh, or, 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 oration or is that dissertation? Dis- okay, sure. Oration. Dis- or is that, <laughs> okay. Or both of them it, together. Like I just did. Uh, I'm going to orate you with this. Now, the reason I, I'll, I'll start by <laughs> saying this. like irritate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start by saying this. That in, in comedy clubs, you, you, you normally do two shows. You, you do a Friday night uh, early and a Friday night late, Saturday night early, Saturday night late. Okay? Then you can ask any comic this, not just me. Any comic will tell you the late shows over the last couple of years have started to dwindle more and more. 10 o'clock. If it starts at 10 o'clock, forget about it. You know, people just say 10 o'clock. I can't. It's too too late. Friday or Saturday. 10 o'clock is too late. So a lot of comedy clubs have decided to no longer do a late show on Friday night. They're like, just forget about it. It's, it's not happening anymore. So that was the beginning. I'm like, interesting that I don't see. Then you go to like bars and restaurants and stuff on a Thursday or a Wednesday. 10 o'clock. There are very few people in them. Then this David Spade show, by the way, called Lights Out with David Spade, premiered uh, Monday uh, on Comedy Central. Follow us, The Daily Show, eleven thirty. Uh, I'll be on a couple. I'll be on a bunch of episodes coming up. Uh, it's produced by the guys who produced Chelsea lately, Brad Wallach and uh, Tom and uh, Tom Brunel, great friends of mine. I highly, highly recommend you people watch this. I watched it Monday night and last night. It's very, very, very funny. First of all, David Spade, he's amazing. And it's it, it, for those of you who wanted Chelsea Lately back, like people always say, I would see, this is as close as you're going to get. It's comedians goofing off and saying fun shit. Last night was Theo Vaughn, Jen Kirkman. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, and Candace Thompson, who boom, does boom, a podcast. Boom. And they were Watch all that. great and they were all very funny. And it's really good. Give it a shot. But um, here's my point. Now, it starts at 1130. And everybody free eleven thirty, eleven thirty. And I know you could TiVo with a TiVo. That's not even a word. But you know what I mean. However you watch, you can watch it anytime you want. But they have to do that because nobody's watching at eleven thirty anymore. Like this is new girl coming out with a talk show in the slot that uh, what's Carson Daly used to be on. Remember Carson Daly came on like after. 
NBC. It was, it was like it late, was, late. It was late. On, yeah, late, late. Mm-hmm. It was on one o'clock in the morning, and it was on mm-hmm. for twenty years. But now this Lily Singh or whatever, she Indian girl who's oh. a YouTube star, she's taking over that time slot. Who gives a fuck? Like there'll, there'll be two people watching. Just that. in time for India to tune in. Exactly. Probably. <laughs> yeah. You know. Oh, she's very funny. Look at her dude characters. But they don't want to watch that. They'd rather throw acid on her face. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. They do that. They do that. I didn't. People read it. Read about it. So, um, <laughs> so Google it. Yeah, Google it. It's right there for you to see. So, uh, so, so the thing is, here's what I'm trying to say. The point is, late, late is gone. Late. People are not going out. They're saying, I can't, it's too late, too late. I don't know how it happened. Now, I believe it's people, everybody is adopting a healthy lifestyle now. The, a couple of years ago, we were all like, fuck it. Let's get wasted. Let's stay up late. Let's fuck each other. Let's, you know, one night stands. Let's all this. Let's have stories. Now that's kind of gone away. I think it was Instagram. Like Instagram, everybody became, oh, I'm, I, I look at my flat tummy from Fit Tea and look at my this from that. <laughs> and so, so you saw a lot of like healthy living. So now being drunk, like my friend Chelsea Handler made a fucking career out of saying I'm a slut and I drink. And that was when it was at its height. Everybody was like, oh, I like that attitude. That's what I, that's why Chelsea became a big star. That's what I do. I'm a fucking slutty drunk, too. And she fucking nailed the, that that time. That time is done. These people are now. Oh, I go to bed at ten. I drink water and I uh, and I you know and I get a, I don't sleep around. Blah blah blah. This is not good. Mm-mm. A lot of people say, "Oh, that sounds like a wonderful lifestyle." No, it's not because you know know what's going to happen. It's going to affect the next. This ripple effect will be heard and felt for thirty years to come, fifty years to come in literature, in books, in movies. Because you fucks aren't doing anything. You boring motherfuckers mm-hmm. are going to bed at nine o'clock. You're getting of, offended by every word. F- full of fit tea, offended by every fucking word. So you're not going to get Pulp Fiction anymore because you couldn't make it. Oh, Pulp Fiction. They talk about. <gasps> he says that Quentin Tarantino says the N word in that movie, and then they have a, a, a gimp in a fucking leather outfit. No. You, they they ask fuck a guy with a fucking baseball bat. Like you can't no. that, that movie can't be made anymore Like I'm not fucking around I'm being honest When I, I say you can't have that movie anymore mm-hmm. So And And sluttiness is frowned upon and, and 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 fucking You know Drinking is frowned upon And late nights are frowned upon So What what, what are you going to write about? Charles Bukowski, he wouldn't have three pages to write if he mm-hmm. lived this lifestyle. For those of you who don't know, I mean, Charles Bukowski is a fucking writer who writes these books You're responding about to his blog. Drunk. You're a bigot. Right, exactly. <laughs> like this guy would be like, oh, what'd you do last night, Mr. Bukowski? Oh, I had a fit tea and I was in bed by nine. Mm. So this is a bad fucking way to go. Mm. I'm telling you. I, you gotta stay up late. You gotta fuck every now and again. Have a fucking drink. And listen, Do something stupid. by not doing this, you're just going to, more men are going to move to the woods. They're going to shit on their own. <laughs> Tomatoes. They're going to compose yeah, their own shit. Right, right. Exactly. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm a little concerned. I'm a little concerned about the, the, the everybody really leading a, uh, a, a healthier lifestyle. I don't think it ends well. I really don't. Uh, I think... Let's go back to the days of being fat well, and, and drunk, and and because in the end you're gonna you're gonna get to your your deathbed, and you, you're gonna go, what did you do with your life? You'll sit back and and think about what you do with your life, and uh, 
and you know, you're gonna, the things that are going to pop out are going to be like fun weekends you had in Vegas where you, you know, you found some fella who, uh, you know, was loaded up in Dracar Noir and he had his uh, shirt unbuttoned down to his, uh, you know, like a mid chest. And he, uh, it was a, it was a mesh shirt. I had a mesh. Oh, I'm talking about myself right now. By the way. <laughs> I had a mesh shirt that I would wear in Vegas, mesh. And it, uh, a mesh like button up shirt, not like a mesh t shirt, like a mesh button up shirt. And a big collar on it. And uh, I had some fucking sweet highlights. And I would roll through the casinos. Um, I mean, like I was fucking, you know, Brad Pitt in Ocean's Eleven. I mean, I was fuck, And the heads would turn. Like, who is that, man? What is that? Was that mesh? Like, yeah, it is mesh, by yeah. the way. Glad you noticed that. And, uh, you know, that's what I would do. I mean, I, I had a girl fucking puke in my mouth. In my, not even making out. She was talking to me and vomited in my mouth. While we were talking at the pool at um, the fucking Cosmopolitan. That's your a, fault. It's windy. That's you know, all like, your fault. You know, it, you know, it used to get windy out there yeah. at night at that pool. because it it's was on up, the fourth yeah, floor. It was on the fourth floor mm-hmm. and that, that desert wind would whip and up. And it was right next to the entrance to the city center, so which is just a big wind tunnel. Wind tunnel. Yeah. I mean, it was a wind tunnel. Yeah. And this girl starts chatting with me and uh, she pukes, you know, like a projectile into my mouth, right in. As I was talking. Was this daytime? No, nighttime. Okay. Were you at a concert or just at no, the pool? No, I mean, that was, a, you know, the, the, we had a club. You could walk from the club out to the pool. Oh, you know, the Marquee that? Pool. The Marquee, yeah, yeah exactly. 14th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For, oh, 14th. 14th. Floor. Floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how that works. So, I, you know, dude, I have stories to tell. I mean, I, listen, I don't stay up till fucking you know, two o'clock in the morning anymore. And, but uh, you had a heyday. I oh my, did I ever? Yeah, I, we're I we're wasting fucking, our heydays. I think you're wasting your heydays. You know. Yeah. I mean, when's the last time you went out and had a fucking good time? But you're not much of a drinker, are you? Well, I mean, like my life's a good time. I'm I'm at comedy clubs every day. Yeah, like, but that's not a good time. Mm, it is it a good time? You're I mean, right. You're know, right. You're right. I I don't know. I don't know but what's a good time anymore. You know. You know why I don't go out uh, and like meet the? I just can't afford it. You know. <laughs> Is that that's what it is? These what it people is. can't afford it. We, you know? we touched on it, but you know, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, when you live in a big city and you're trying to make it happen, it's like, mm. uh, oh. well, hookup culture makes a lot of makes a lot of finding your or, you know fulfilling your needs accessible. So you're like, why take people out? I don't have to do that anymore. Now, is it still a hookup culture with tenders and 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 uh, and things like that? Uh, well, I feel like it was it was kind of that's how it started. I mean, you know, these people that need compassion in their lives came and they co-opted the good applications. But I yeah. feel like that's what Tinder's still about, right? I mean, I feel like Tinder's gotten it back. Tinder's really? Back yeah. to gross. Yeah. I, is it back to gross? I don't I know. Like I haven't is. been on those things in a long time. So because uh, now Hinge is the popular one. You what know? is that? What is Hinge? What it's like it's, Hinge? it's the new uh, mating app, you know, or dating app where you meet. Are a people partner. on these? Like, uh, yeah. people who listen to this podcast. Are they on dating apps? Ooh, I feel like most of the people who listen to this podcast are fuck. They're always like, me and my four sons went to Disney World. Oh well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, which did you hear that story? This woman, ooh. I guess, this woman wrote something about. She tried to go to Disneyland, the one we have out here in mm-hmm. Anaheim, Disneyland. Well, maybe it was Disney World, whatever. They're both fucking, you know, shit. I, as far as I'm concerned, I, I, I don't get either one of them. I said this before on the podcast, but so so this woman, I guess, tried to go with the kids, and, and the place was overwhelmed with like millennial people, you know, going with no kids going to, and you know, to on the rides as yeah. they have every right to. And this woman wrote, you know, I don't know. They shouldn't be allowed. She should only be allowed people with kids should go to Disneyland. And all oh, uproar. How dare you? 
Jen Kirkman. Jen Kirkman Jen got involved Kirkman got on upset. Twitter. Scree- I told her, I said, come in and discuss it on the podcast. Let's talk you about freak. it. freak. And she's like, I love Disneyland, which I don't even think she really does. But well, I think a lot of people, if you didn't get to go as a kid, if you come, like, honestly, to tell people only, like, you should only be allowed to go with kids, well, then people who grew up poor who didn't get to go as a kid, then what, they just never get to go? Uh, according to this woman, you know, she, she doesn't want to take up room in the line. That's outrageous. I think it. I think it's not even good for kids. Like, if kid, what are kids going to get out of it? Mm. It's, it? It should be for people twenty five. Like that's that's when you're having fun on yeah. the rides. When you're three, it's no. You don't even have like a spine mm. yet. It's not fun <laughs> to be on a roller coaster without a core. You know that fuck you up. You can't go on the teacup. That thing spins around at a very high velocity, and you don't have the proper bone structure to to even fucking enjoy it. Uh, I don't know. When was the last time you went to, on a roller coaster? You know. I used to, uh, we used to go to a place called Adventureland on Long Island, me and my friends. It was like a real kind of a, a, out in the Farmingdale, Long Island. And it was it was like a low rent amusement park. You used to pay one price, you know, 12 bucks, whatever. And then you'd get to go on all the rides. And... Uh, and then every now and again they would have a like a free, freak show. You could, oh you could, yeah! You spend a couple. This is back when you could have freak shows. Dude, you know, I like, love those. Yeah, but you can't do. That's another thing you can't do anymore. You can't have bearded lady. You can't make. You can't make fun of bearded lady or or uh, or fat man. Like they used to be just a guy, just a fat guy. The freak show would consist of a fat man. Like freak show consists of just our normal people. Yeah, you want to see a freak show now? Walk to fucking any Walmart. Walk down the aisle of any Walmart, and you can Some see a swole chick picking can, up baling hay. Yeah. And one day, they say we have the world's smallest horse. They pay $5, and you could walk behind these curtains and see the world's smallest horse. That's so I'm like, oh, I got to see this. I'm, I'm thinking this is going to be a horse that's like the size of like a thimble. Do people even know what a thimble yeah, is? Yeah, I know what a thimble is. I, heard I played my, Monopoly. I know well, what's up. But you know, it's funny. I, I heard that Monopoly had to, re- that they removed recently the thimble from that their their thing because nobody knew what a thimble was. What'd they make it? I don't, I think they made it something millennial. Like an iPhone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think they really did, like an iPhone or some shit. Or yeah. jar, of mayonnaise, jar of mayonnaise. Jar of mayonnaise. So, so uh, I thought this is the horse I was going to see. At this Adventureland on Long Island, and I pay my five dollars, and I walk in, and it's a fucking pony. I'm like, boy, this is. They're like, that's is that smallest horse you ever seen? I'm like, I guess, but I haven't seen a lot of horses. I thought this was gonna be three inches, uh, you know, long. That's what I thought I was gonna see. This is a ripoff. They didn't even have like one of those mini horses that no, people have nowadays. No, it was like a pony. It was a full, fully, fully fledged out pony. But you anyway, ever heard of a? Do you know what a? Um, a pickled punk is. Have you ever heard that term? Pickled punk. A pickled punk is a. Uh, yeah. That was back in the old like freak show days. Uh, they would call them like a, a, t- a ten ten for one or whatever. Like it was like yeah. you get ten things, and the final thing, the blow off, the final exhibit, they would like ask women and children to leave. Uh, and a lot of the time, it'd be pickled punks, which are just preserved, deformed fetuses in jars of like formaldehyde or whatever. Oh, really? But they were called pickled punks. And they would just show them to people. And yeah. Called pickle. P- that was oh. like back in the freak show days. Yeah, that you know. Was- now that you mentioned, I've seen pictures. Of <laughs> yeah, pickled punks. Yeah, no one knows what they are, but they're like, yeah, it's pickled punk. Pickled punk. <laughs> but how'd you know the kid was going to be a punk? Why do you say that he was a fetus? I mean, he probably was going to go. Up I to mean, be he a was. Punk. He, I mean, he had spina bifida, so yeah. he was a punk. And, and then they in just the fifties, that's a punk. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That reminds me of a story. Another a weird story I read today this morning. This fucking guy. Um, but this kind of maybe you read the story this morning as well. 
This guy's you know, four, 52 years old or whatever. His mother, he's taking care of his mother. She dies. She's 90. He goes to her. Like you'd have to do when your parents die. You have to go clean up their house. You know? Yeah. This guy hasn't been there and whatever. And so the mother dies and he's got to go clean up the house. He goes into the freezer, cleans out a freezer, finds a fucking fetus in the freezer. It's his sister. It's been in the fucking freezer for 35 years. Whoa. The, the fucking old broad, you know, probably shit it out like on that show. I didn't know I was pregnant. She said, oh, my God, what the hell is this? Tossed it in the freezer like an old chicken wing. <laughs> a fe- like a like like a nine-month or like a miscarried? It's like hard a- to say. You know, if they've been Whoa. in the freezer 35 years, it's hard to say what they were. Yeah. You know, at this point. It's- freezer burned. That's what they <laughs> yeah. were. It's got, things got freezer burn on it. It's got some, some juice from a from a popsicle that melted. <laughs> from an otter pop. 19, <laughs> an otter pop ni- melted in 1978. I mean, this kid's not looking good, I would imagine. Dude. But anyway, it was his sister. Ooh. Turns out he thought her out, and now they're having a great time. <laughs> they, they, they went to Disneyland. They went to Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, he just put her in a microwave for 30 seconds, and now they're at Disneyland. They had a great time together. It's a lot of fun. Put her on defrost. and Remember when Jeffrey Dahmer, had uh, they had to go to his house, and he had he had uh, the dicks. He had the penises. You know, he killed killed all these people, yeah. and then he would cut off the dicks, and he had the dicks in the freezer. Oh. Frozen dicks. We put them in baggies or just like Man, pile? You know, Tupperware, baggies, whatever it takes to keep them fresh, you know, Whoa. fresh and uh, t- tender. I mean, yeah. Because I think he ate them. He did eat them. I mean, they're, yeah. Jesus. I don't know. I don't know if it eats your dick, Alex. I don't All know. All right, well. Like, no, you know what I mean? Like if we were like trapped, like a, that movie Alive when the plane crashes and you and they had to eat each other, eventually you're oh, out. Oh, Lord well, no, not Lord of the Rings. It was called Lord of the, the Flies. Fly, Lord of the Flies situation. Well, I don't know if they eat each other in Lord of the Flies, but they just, they kill each other. But in, in, in Alive, which is a true story about when they crash in the Andes Mountains, the soccer team, um, they eventually had to eat each other because they were trapped for so long. They ate the dead people who died in the plane crash. Oh, okay. But now if that happened with you and I, say it was an earthquake right now and okay. we were trapped in this uh, building collapse. I live, you die. How long... Do I have to be trapped here before I eat your wilted old dick? Oh. I don't know. How much do I have to eat uh, of you? Like, if I'm done, if I've eaten everything, and then I'm like, shit, I got another. You've gone through all the Jolly like, Ranchers <laughs> in the back. No, but then I've eaten your whole body. Like, I've eaten everything, and then okay. I'm like, I got another just, week to go here. I'm going to have to chow down on this. You, you get a radio transmission <laughs> that you're like, we're coming in two weeks, and, and you're like. And they're like, oh. Or, or they come in when I've got the dick in my mouth. I'm like, well, no, it was the last thing. I ate everything out. They're like, sure, you did. I'm like, no, I did. Now it's I gotta frozen. Be, you just, I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. Now I got to go move to the woods with Moby because I made a fool of myself <laughs> eating Alex's frozen dick. I, uh,. You think Mobile have a comeback? No. You don't think he's going to try? You know, Don Imus did it. No, Don Imus never had a comeback. He never came back from Dog that. the Bounty Hunter did it. He never really came back People either. People can come back. Yeah, they come, they, they come back on smaller, much, much smaller levels, and perhaps that uh, Moby will. But the, that music, like music sound, the st- certain sounds have such a small window now. Yeah. Like it, that sound. Everything that has That Chemical a small Brother. Window. Remember there was 10 of them. There was Moby, the Chemical Brothers, the all that shit. Yeah. That is gone. It's that is ago. fucking gone. And that won't come back. Like that's not something you go you get in your car and go, oh, play some old Moby. Oh. You know, it's just, oh, you got Moby? Yeah. Hey everyone, summer's halfway over. Are you feeling your best? Perhaps with 
care of, you can. Have you gotten your care of vitamins and protein packs yet? They can help you with uh, energy, stress, uh, whatever you need to look look and feel your healthiest. Care of can do it. I, you know, they delivered these to my house a few weeks ago, and I have to tell you, I'm not one for the vitamins and the protein packs, but but this one, I take the online quiz. It takes five minutes to take this online quiz. And from the online quiz, they know exactly what you're looking for, and they send you these vitamins in prepackaged little uh, uh, packages, which are great. Makes it easy for you to just know exactly how much to take. They're also compo- compostable. Compostable is that what is that the, yeah, the proper com- compostable? Yeah, compostable, and it tells you how to compost the packages afterwards. Oh. so they're earth friendly as well. Uh, these care of people, so it's great. I mean, you you know, it's easy, it's convenient, and if you want to look and feel good, if you're having stress, they can. Help Help with that. If you're having sleep issues, they can help with that. I mean, and you can, to, to even make you feel better about it, they'll give you 25% off. 25% off your first purchase if you go to takecareof.com and enter the code cover to cover, you get 25% off. And like I said, I have taken these things and I look fantastic. You can see me on TV on the David Spade show on Punchline. And the reason why I look so damn good is because I take care of supplements and I feel good, I sleep good, and I'm stressed free. So uh, I suggest you do it. And for 25% off, put cover to cover in the box at takecareof.com. Enjoy yourself. Let me know how it works for you because it's really working for me. So that is it. We're just having a little fun here. Summertime, you know, goof off on this podcast this week. I've been filming a bunch. So, you know, like I I don't have a ton of time to look up stories. So I, I grasp at, you know, Mario Lopez and the story that I just read about a uh, Grammy award-winning uh, opera singer attacked this woman on a subway in New York. John Easterlin allegedly attacked a random woman in a subway platform in New York City. The subway platforms in New York have just become like third world countries, man. It's just like crazy shit going on down. every day. It's like some other crazy shit going on in the subway. A 57-year-old tenor is accused of tripping and punching the 35-year-old stranger in the ribs as she walked up to the turnstile in the station of Broadway and West 50th. My God. what a guy from a, an opera singer? What was he? You know they're, they're usually not violent people. This guy, I'm going to kick you. What was his name? His name was John Easterlin. He was in the Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> 2016 and now he beat up this woman oh my god that's so fucking weird anyway there's that trying to get some John Easterling for you but I got none and then the other oh oh, yeah I don't think he has any head that's probably why he punched that woman I don't even have a song on YouTube I don't even have a Spotify song I'm gonna kick you in the in the ribs Flames on Spotify. I'm not. Flame, the Christian rapper is on Spotify. There's a kick for your ribs, you bitch. Lisa Marie Presley has just inked a huge book deal. $4 million. Lisa Marie Presley is getting to write a book. Apparently, she has already written like the beginning. Is it the Michael Jackson book? Yes. So she's going to give all the fucking dirt on Michael Jackson. They were married for two years, which I can't believe. I read 2000 whatever to 2000 whatever. And that two years they were married and uh and and then also on elvis you know being her father which how much does she really know about that i think she was like six when he died yeah but i mean i'd love to hear the mic like but how much more crazy shit can we hear about michael jackson like i think we've kind of hit the 
you know, once I heard about him with the buttholes on those kids, <laughs> the, like I'm like, okay, I think oh, yeah, I think I got yeah, it all. Good. I think we're I got good. everything about Michael Jackson I need to know that he bent them over and going, well, look, let me look at your little, well, now spread it because I want to see your butthole. That, that's, a, oh, look at that little butthole on you. Mm. Oh, boy, oh, boy. That's a... Uh... Anyway. Yeah, it's just a lot. I'm, I'm scrolling, you know, I'm scrolling through the, the, the news, and it says a lot of, like, uh, social media influencers have do- are getting murdered. Like, they, their boyfriend's murdered. There's, like, six different, you know, weird ways. You get tired that, of taking 48 pictures yeah, in front like of the same wall. Enough. Yeah. I'm going to cut your head off. That's it. Yeah, I feel like there's been a lot of like uh, social media influencers have been murdered or, or died in like strange ways in the last couple of days. Um, yeah, okay. Anyway, uh, let's start our songs. Let's get to it because we do have, uh, you know, lives to lead here. And I know you do as well. Well, maybe you don't. Maybe you're going to bed at, you know, nine o'clock and drinking uh, fit tea. Maybe you don't have anything to do but listen if to If you're drinking podcast. fit tea, make sure you eat something. You got to, you got to, you got to stop promoting this podcast, people. We're fucking, we're dropping down the charts rapidly. We are, fu- I don't know what, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I feel like we're giving a very entertaining show. And I, I feel like we're losing some people. I feel like last week people told me, some, some woman wrote me, she goes, I'd like to let you know that I like this and that, what you said about this. So he said about that, but I found the episode to be a little gross. I'm like, it was it gross? Like, what did I say that was gross? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, everyone likes when I tell like childhood stories. Like, I love that. I'm like, yeah, I, that's great, but I, I don't. You've I only don't, got so many. I only have so many, and you know, sometimes there's good stories about Mario Lopez and Moby that I have to tell those, and I can't, you know, I can't tell. Talk about dented cans all the time, and maybe now I'm again I'll say something that's gross. So don't listen, but. Do listen, because I need you people to listen. <laughs> anyway, August 24th, I'll be at a place called The Comedy Hideaway and uh, in Santa Barbara, California, one night, one show. It's a brand new comedy club. They're opening, they opened up there in, uh, in uh, Santa Barbara. And, you know, they're doing really well. They only do shows on, I think, Saturday night, Friday and Saturday night. So I'm doing one night only, Saturday night, August 24th, Santa Barbara, California, Comedy Hideaway. Come, if you live in that area, and support this comedy club. This guy is trying. He's a comedian himself. I know him for many years. Good guy. And he's trying to get this thing going. So I'm going to go there. He's getting a big star like Chris Frangiola to come up. And he's very excited about it. So... And I believe John Cleese is also part owner of this comedy club, and he apparently pops in from time to time. So if you like Monty Python, I suggest you go on August 24th Boom. to the Comedy Hideaway in Santa Barbara, California. Uh, that is that. Thank you for the people. So some people who came out to see me at a little local spot here in Calabasas. I played a little bar called The Six, and there was, there was some cover-to-cover people there, and it was Ooh. very nice to see them. Thank you for coming. They invited me to their pool. You out? You too, Alex. Oh, well, they let's said they have a really it. nice pool in Calabasas. I'll bring, I'll bring the claw. I am not kidding. I think one of these days I'm actually going to take somebody up on this, and I'm not fucking around. Uh, we we will definitely come one of these days, especially Calabasas. Do we an could episode. drive to Calabasas, and we might do an episode. And these people were really nice, so maybe we could do it out there. Okay. We, we need a few more people. We need to have like um, some some other. There was some woman who posted a picture on the Facebook group of her backyard in Vegas. Looked perfectly oh. fine, but that's going to be a hundred and fucking. And it was like hero. cement. It was her backyard was like a lot of cement. No, but this is the perfect time of year for that because it's going to get to like. Oh, it once is. It start, it'll start once it starts getting cooler everywhere else. Vegas is still good for pools, man. Okay, well. so September, Vegas. But here's the other thing: if we wind up doing this, and I get and I get into my uh, my bathing suit, I want people taking pictures of me. All right, just don't don't. I don't like pictures of me with, with shirtless. Uh, you can take as all, all the pictures you want of me clothed. I don't like pictures of me naked, nude. 
And not that it'd be nude, but you know what I mean. Listen, no you pictures. guys can snap all the pictures you want of me. <laughs> you get out. You take pictures of Alex. I'll flex. I'm white, but I'll flex. So I'm driving here, and I hear this song. And I'm going to go back to the 70s this time. Back are to we going to do yours first? Yeah, no, we'll do... No, we'll, what did we decide? We're going to go ahead. We found another country song for oh, you guys. Oh, yeah. We're going to join the country we charts get a, because these songs are just... They're fun. Yeah, they're just like... Every every song is a nana win and I got a drink and I passed out. So this is another one. It's called Whiskey Glasses. Whiskey Glasses by Morgan Wallen. Morgan Wallen, number three on the charts, uh, on the country charts. I don't want to feel a thing no more, hell no. I just want to sip till the pain wears off. Yeah. Sip till the pain wears off. I just want to. Yeah. Line them up and knock them down. Knock them down. Let's go. Because I ain't never heard. Oh, he doesn't want to go do karaoke without her. I thought that's what he wanted. Uh, a couple of karaoke's together is real annoying. Actually, I think this, I'm glad this this couple broke up. Because <laughs> they probably have a, like a duet that they do, Islands in the Stream or something. He does it very differently. So whiskey glasses, I always think of as like hooking oh, up with ugly people, but he oh, needs no, he's them to, a, he's to heal. Actually, oh, whiskey glasses. Oh, oh, oh I'm thinking of oh, you're thinking glass empty you glass. whiskey out That's, of. You're probably right. I was thinking yeah. of like... So now that you mention it, yeah, beer goggles. Beer, that's what like I was that. thinking yeah. of, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even think well, about that. I went the other direction. Bummer. You were probably accurate. I just took it the wrong Wow. Wow, whiskey used to be good. I don't really drink much anymore, but God, I used to love it, especially around Christmas time. I I, I have a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue at the house that I fucking love. That's whiskey? Is that whiskey? Yeah, Johnny Walker. I never know the difference between bourbon and whiskey and scotch and all that. And I don't really know the difference, but I'm no connoisseur. But, I, you know, I get fucked up on it. And I get fucked up on a brown liquor that Lonnie, my friend Lonnie Love used to call brown liquor. And uh, Brown Liquor gives me a different kind of drunk. That's when I start crying in my kitchen by myself, playing <laughs> like 70 songs, the shit I play on here. Listen to you what know? we're about to yeah, listen to. Yeah, I start, exactly. I start listening to this stuff and I'm like, boo hoo hoo And this one especially, because Dude. this one is like about, this one really hits, because this guy, the singer who sang this bring song. bring it in? Not, not, not yet, but in a, find the right time. I'm going to leave it up to you, Alex. I'm going to okay. start telling the story about, about the man who sang this song because he, he, he grew up on Long Island. He didn't grow up on Long Island, but he lived on Long He actually died on Long Island. He, uh, he was going in the Long Island Expressway heading to a show at Westbury. We used to call it Westbury Music Fair. Now it's called some you know, Bank One Center or something. But he was heading to a show there and he crashed his car and uh, died in a flaming crash on the side of Long Island Expressway. And he was heading there to sing this song about uh, about you know, just kind of bad parenting in the end. It's what it's about. It came out and I don't know what year it came out. It's probably got to be 71 or 72. And Alex is going to fucking slowly turn it up for us. Yeah. I mean, it's such a good one. Now, if, if I had a couple of Johnny Walker blues right now, I would really, this would really hit me emotionally. Not that I had a bad father. I had a very good one. He's still going. Gene Frangelo. Happy birthday. As a matter of fact, it's his birthday. Oh, I shouldn't be playing a song on his birthday. It's about a bad father who didn't pay attention. And the cat's in the cradle and the silver spoon. Little boy blue and the man in the moon. The little boy blue, the man on the moon? No, that's, <laughs> that's, what, that's what, what Andrew Dice Clay bit you're doing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is a good one. Harry Chapin. 
I don't know if Harry Chapin had many other hits. Oh, he did. He had a song called Taxi, which is a great fucking song, too. And just the other day. All right, we all know this one. Happy birthday, I hope Papa you, Frangiola. Happy, happy birthday, Gene Frangiola. Congra- thank you, Christine Potter, for having sex with me 30-something years ago. On I appreciate day. it. I appreciate it. It's nice of you to do. I don't know what happened to you in life. You're probably, I think you're down in North Carolina or something. Hope it all worked out for you. You could tell your friends you one time slept with Hollywood superstar Chris Frangiola. And I won't, I won't be like Natalie Portman and deny it. I'll fucking come out and say it. I'm like, yeah, she did. In the back of a station wagon next to a baseball bat that held up the roof. What a freak. Anyway, millennials, uh, try and get out a little more, would you please? I know you don't have any money, but there's a lot of things you could do for for nothing. You go to park, you you can uh, hold your fella's hand and walk through the park. That doesn't cost you a dime. Get out. Go to a comedy club. I'll get you free tickets. Write me. Write me on Instagram. Oh, that's a good call. Now here I am in the back of the station going with Christine Potter. Yeah, this is it. It really did happen. A baseball bat. Baseball bat holding up the roof. Aluminum bat. Uh, they got much use after I finished with CYO, the uh, Catholic Youth Organization's baseball program. And we, we we didn't go to Little League. Little League was too expensive. We went to CYO. It was like free, and it was you know for real shitty players. I was okay baseball player, but the bat was better off holding up the roof than it was me swinging. <laughs> Honestly, it did. It got more work done holding up the roof of the Cadillac. I'm sorry, the uh, station, station wagon. wagon. Wow. It was your Cadillac, though. I had a Cadillac later in life when I became a huge, hugely successful Hollywood superstar. Then, now I'm on Punchline. Punchline. Check it out, everybody. David Spade. Great show. But please support my friends. A lot of my friends are on it. Support them. And I think you'll really, really like this show. Called Lights Out with David Spade. Comedy Central, 1130. 11.30 or whenever you want to watch it, you freaks who go to T-bow bed at 9 it. o'clock. T-bow it if that's even still a word anymore. That's probably why people go to bed earlier now, too, because they can catch it their is. shows they in the afternoon. Yeah, they can just watch in the afternoon. When you watch, well, yeah, I try to watch TV in the afternoon. It's so depressing. It's aimed right at like people who can't move. Like, did you slip and fall? You have mesothelioma? <laughs> you can't get off the couch? Sue somebody. It, it's just like you, there's, you, you're owed money for your, your affliction. Whatever's got you watching afternoon television, somebody owes you money for it, you fat fucking piece of shit that can't move somebody's gonna pay you call me I will find a way for you to slip and fall you mesothelioma'd no chin smoking freak thanks everybody for listening to Cover to Cover now tell all your friends tell your husbands tell your boyfriends tell everybody you gonna take a trip you going on a road trip this is fucking great to listen to I listen to it when I'm on take long drives and I'm upset when it's over Alex, you've been doing a real good job on the podcast. Thank, Thank you, you very sir. much. Alex always you know, chimes in with some funny stuff, and we appreciate having him. Thank you all. We're going to do it again next week. I'll, I'll be more focused because I had to film a lot this week, and it was wild, and we have meetings. And, you know, Heather, and I, Heather McDonald and I might have something really exciting coming up that we have a meeting about tomorrow. And no, oh, look, it's, it's the, our, we, our yeah. weekly. So we, almost, our weekly. we almost got out without a murder out on the uh, Olympic <laughs> Avenue, but uh, they, they must have heard we were wrapping up and it go, oh, you gotta go shoot that guy. They're, they're almost finished with cover to cover. Go stab that guy's throat. Hurry. 
And he did. And he just, as we were about to wrap it up, he went and stabbed him right in the throat. Every week. Every week. Anyway, everybody, uh, thank you all. Write us and let us know how you like it. Uh, you know, come. I, I like to hear from people. Don't just fucking put White Claw jokes on the Facebook page. I got it. White Claw. We got it, everybody. I made a joke about White Claw. I'm fucking brilliant. You don't have to send me every meme that involves White Claw. I love you all. Keep it up on the Facebook page. Everybody join that Facebook page. Follow us on Instagram. I'm Chris Frangiola. I'm doing a lot of fun shit on Instagram. And Alex changed his I'm to... I'm Con.TV. Con.TV. I don't know why. The guy's never been on TV in his life. Because it's my... Because it is my TV. Instagram is my TV. Oh, Con... Oh, so that's your TV. Okay, That's my channel, bro. Con.TV. And it's C-O-N-N. Yeah, two N's. C-O-N-N. TV. Follow out. Now, Alex, on your on your Instagram, do people write you about cover to cover? Yeah. Right? They do? Yeah. Does anybody hit on you? Any women like, I'd love to get up in you? Nothing? That, none of that. Really? Not yet, but we're getting. Now there. you're a single guy again, I keep, correct? Yes, yes, you, I am. It's over with the lady. It's uh, yeah. When we first started this podcast, you had a woman. Yes, that's over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't seem fully convinced that it's over. No, you're it is. The, you're one of those. You're like me back in the old when I was your no, age. I, no, I was it's, like, yeah, I don't. I do. It is. I'm also not trying to invite the DMs. You know what I mean? But yeah. There's a. Well, I'm I'm inviting the DMs for you, okay. everybody. <laughs> DM, DM now, me up. Now that he said that, he's not inviting DMs. I now I'm going to get him. I'm go getting dick DM pics Alex. galore now. Alex.com. Alex, wait, con.tv. Con. And you fucking better all DM him. Yeah. I want you to DM him White Claw memes. And don't you buy, do, do not buy that domain. I'm no, working on it. <laughs> no, don't you dare buy that domain. People still do that. They buy domains. I'm doing it. Yeah. You know, I, my my website is frangiola.com because somebody took chrisfrangiola.com and wouldn't give it back to me. Wouldn't give it back so to you? So I had to just go with frangiola.com. What are, what's on chrisfrangiola.com? Well, it's all my dates, and I try to keep it up to date. It's, no, on chrisfrangiola.com. Oh, God. I think somebody just hasn't, doesn't do anything with it. just sits idle. Frangiola's a good one, though. I think it's fine. Quick. It's actually better, yeah. I like it. All right. All I right. love you all. We're having a good time. Thanks, everybody. Thank uh, you, guys. Have a good, have a good week. Bye-bye. Yeah.